It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to the Pandarin Talk. This is another edition of a day in life. Rock on! That's right. It's another edition of a day in life. My name's Sean Tangler. I'm with you as always. And this week, I'm going to talk about my trip up to Storm. Lake Iowa. Yeah, I'd never been to Storm Lake Iowa before. In fact, yeah, it's, it was a time to go and visit. Um, I was doing a comedy show up there, which went very well. It was in a old Masonic temple uh, where there's this bar on the top floor with a huge venue space in the back uh, meeting space that where we had our comedy show and the the whole town seemed to come out. It was a great room, hot crowd, fun times. Everyone had a wonderful time. I really enjoyed doing the show and hope to be back sooner than later. Uh, I really loved it. I really did. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that. But I had never been to Storm Lake. I had heard about it before. Um, one of the cool things about Storm Lake is they have an actual lake. Uh, unlike other towns that sometimes claim they have a lake, they don't have a lake. And the other best part about their lake compared to, you know, a lake like um, Clear Lake is that their lake, you can actually just see it. You know, you can actually, like in Clear Lake, if you ever go to Clear Lake, most of the lake is surrounded by buildings. In Storm Lake, not so much. I think there's some spots where it's like that, but overall... You can just get out, you can walk out, you can see it, and you don't have to like cut through someone's yard to see the lake. And so, that's very beautiful. I'm jealous of the people who get to live in Storm Lake for that reason. Now, if you don't know, Storm Lake is bigger than I even thought it was. At the 2020 census, it had over 11,000 people. Now, if you didn't know that, uh, the, the other part about Storm Lake... I thought I saw this somewhere, but maybe I've been lying uh, to people about this. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Storm Lake, the, the population, it's a majority-minority population up there. I could be entirely wrong. I'm going to double-check this because I've been telling people this uh, because I, I was wrong. But, but what I mean by that is there's a strong minority population. Um, yeah, okay, so, okay, I'm looking at this, the demographics is from a Siouxland Proud article from, I don't know when, uh, 2016, so, yeah, if you combine more than, you combine all the minorities, they make up more than half of the population, which in Iowa, especially small town Iowa, that does not happen. It's usually obviously like 80-90% white people typically. But in this 2016 article they listed 45% Hispanics, 39% Asians, 10 almost 11%. Or wait, no, I read that wrong. 39% Hispanics, almost 11% Asians, and then 4% blacks. So, yeah, it adds up. To just around there, which is, yeah, typically in Iowa, you don't see that. And so, at our comedy show, we had a good mixture of people, you know, and so that was good. We had some minorities there, and it really was a fun time, and yeah, the show was, a uh, was, um, it was good. I was happy with how that went out and seeing the different crowd. 
No, according to Wikipedia, and we all know Wikipedia is not. Oh, here we go. I'm looking this up. As of the 2020 census, Storm Lake was the most ethnically diverse city in Iowa with, 60, with over 60% of the population and over 80% of the students in the community school district identifying as non-white. And it's partially because of the refugee resettlement programs in the 1970s and abundance of meatpacking jobs drawing Latin American migrant workers to town. That would be true. Uh, they have Tyson is there, and I think there's another meatpacking plant. Uh, the hard thing about that is um, kind of smells every once in a while. That's, that's a tough part. But overall, the community... There's a lot of cool restaurants, you know, obviously there's Mexican restaurants, but there's like, there's like an African food store. Uh, there's just a lot of different things going on in the town. It's a nice little melting pot and cool thing to see. And it's just like a decent, beautiful town. I know I was on probably the side with the lake, so I'm probably on the nicer part of the town. But there's some really cool old houses that are around there. They have a park that is, uh, what is it called? The Living Heritage Tree Museum. It's kind of funny, but basically, uh, there are all these trees that apparently, I don't know, uh, this must be true, but I don't necessarily believe it, but all, like, there's a bunch of trees with historical connections, you can walk around and it'll tell you, this tree is like this, like, there's the Colonel Sanders ash tree, which is from Sanders' home in Kentucky, or, like, probably, like, they got the nut or whatever, you know, the plant, the original seed from it, or the Lincoln White Oak from an oak in Albion, Illinois, I don't Notice that. Linden, Lindenburg Crabapple from the home of Charles A. Lindenburg. And so you can walk around and just read all these trees uh, that are about where they came from. Or like the Versailles Chestnut, which I may have seen. From the site where the treaty to end World War I was signed. Like that's, that's like what it is. I don't understand how they got it. If they just sent somebody out one day and um was like here's this tree uh check it out this is where it's from or the uh johnny apple apple tree from an original tree planted by Jan johnny appleseed which is actually a real person didn't think johnny appleseed was a real person or the isaac newton apple tree descended from the apple tree that inspired isaac newton to formulate the theory of gravity i i, I don't know if that's provable or not but yeah you can go see that uh there is also um we stayed at the Kings Park uh, Point, Kings Point Point Water Park Resort, which I don't know if any of it actually took the park. I think it was mainly outside, but the hotel is very nice. I did enjoy that. I'm guessing there's pools inside. I just don't know where I didn't go and seek it out. Uh, but it was that was very nice. I drove around kind of near Buena Vista University and a nice, beautiful campus. I will say that. Uh, I think one of the cool parts is that their football field kind of sits next to the uh, lake. And that'd be a pretty cool place, honestly, to play. But yeah, there wasn't much going out on the lake. It was cold, obviously, so not many people boating. And I, I wonder if, how busy it really gets. Like, if you go to Clear Lake, it's always super busy out there. I wonder, hopefully in Storm Lake, they have a little more sense of, hey, let's not, like, always have, it'd be crazy. But it's a lake, and people are in Iowa, so people just want to go see water. Now, if you're wondering... How Storm Lake got its name, and this is on Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, according, to, according to this, Storm Lake was incorporated in 1873. The city of Storm Lake was named from the lake where it said a trapper experienced a severe storm. 
And that's according to History of Western Iowa, its settlement and growth, Western Publishing Company, 1882, page 442. Or there's another more romantic legend that claims the lake took its name after two star-crossed lovers from uh, opposed Native American bands, okay, paddled out for a secret rendezvous only to be drowned as a sudden storm blew in. I'm going to go with, that's probably the Trapper version, because that's the laziest version ever. Seems like a, per, per, a perfect white guy thing to do is like, ah, shit, there's a storm here. I don't got any other name. I guess I'll just call it Storm Lake, you know? That's what I got to call it. That's my take. That's my hot take, baby. Uh, yeah, essentially, um... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a cool little town. I, I do like it. And I think uh, people should check it out if you have a chance. They also, I drove by, and this is a nerd thing. That there's a newspaper, the Storm Lake Times Pilot, uh, which merged with the Pilot Tribune in 2022. Now, this Storm Lake uh, newspaper was featured in a movie recent, like, last year, two years ago. And just about this, how a small town newspaper can try to succeed in this world where everything is very hard for uh, especially locally owned newspapers to do that because the money is just uh, not there as much. But people care, and it's done a great job at that. So Art Collin is a editor of the Storm Lake Times. You should really look him up if you don't know who he is. He's done great there. Apparently Gene Hackman resided here in 1945, reference... Storm Lake Breeze Yearbook, 1945, 10th grade. So, he was there for one year, I don't know, apparently. Oh yeah, it says he, Hackman lived briefly in Storm Lake, Iowa, and spent his sophomore year at Storm Lake. And then he hated it so much, he left home at 16 and lied about his age and enlisted in the Marine Corps. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Storm Lake must have not gone good for old uh, Gene Hackman. I guess it's probably partially, because he looks like he, well, he lived in bigger cities and then came to Storm Lake, so, I don't know, I'm trying to look up this yearbook photo with him, but I got no idea, so we're just not gonna, not gonna deal with that, you know, not gonna deal with that, otherwise, other famous people, there really isn't anyone that I know too well, always in Iowa, the most famous people, usually are typically, I feel like, old people or people who have been long gone that's basically what it is frederick o mccartney apparently a massachusetts uh, socialist politician graduate of storm lake high school that is interesting to say the least <laughs> interesting life he uh he was uh he was very religious he went to divinity school, and then he turned to socialism. Uh, and that's interesting. He says, I believe in, in and loving the preaching of higher, the higher life to people, and I had expected to spend my whole life doing it, but I have grown more and more and profoundly interested in the socialist movement until I finally awakened to a realization that in not the church work, Holds first place in my life. There's one, there's but one course open to me to resign my passion. Weird. 
I'd take, baby. I'd take my Frederick. Oh, McCartney from the 1800s. Why does he have a page? I don't I don't understand why he has a page. Um, just because he died in 1938 and all he did was literally was a member of the Massachusetts House of Representatives. I don't know. That's a far cry from Storm Lake. And that's where I guess the podcast ends. My name's Sean Dinglers. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. Like, subscribe, tell a friend. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under The Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.